Hello and welcome to this episode of your Sports Memo Podcast. My name is Calvin Emeka and it is my pleasure to have you listening to us. In my book, Laughter, Leather and Losses, I pointed out how my earliest football memory was the 1976 Challenge Cup final between Rangers International of Enugu, the greatest football club in the world, by the way, and Alimusalan Rocks of Ilori. I turned seven that year, but I remember the occasion to this day. In continuation of our series of fives, this episode is five memorable matches. I've gathered my friends as usual. Fortunately, um, maybe only one person here can recall seeing that Challenge Cup final uh, um, back in 76 with me. So, in Houston, Texas, is Peter Mtefe. In Lagos is um, Tiji, okay? Tiji, you're back in Lagos, right? Um, <laughs> yeah, I am. <laughs> yes. Uh, also in Lagos is Nanu Ugu, and with me Welcome. in London is Oluyomi Okunowo. Gentlemen, Welcome to this episode of your Sports Memo Podcast. Thank you. Glad to be here. Excellent. Um, where do we start? Uh, we'll start with Nanu. Nanu, go on. Um, give us your first three, your first three games that you 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 can that are memorable to you and why, just like we did in the last okay. um, episode that you listened to. Let me start with the furthest, like the furthest that I can remember. The um, Champions League round of 16 between Chelsea and Barcelona. That second leg, that was a really strong, that was a very memorable game for me because I, I think that's when I started this habit of running out when I get excited in games. So when I came and I saw the score was 3-0. Wait, 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 hold on. What do you mean by running out? You will leave the place where you're watching I the I run out. I was just, when I see score lines. No, no, I didn't see. That's the thing. I didn't, I mean, I was, I was new to this experience. Seeing my favorite club do so well, that I'll be so excited. I will mm. run away. I'll just be excited. I'm like, guy, Chelsea's doing this. Chelsea's doing this. And by the time they tell me the final score, I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> I, I have the extreme version of this coming up, but please go ahead. So mm. I ran out of the match when Chelsea were winning 3 0, like maybe 38 minutes. Only for me to come and hear that Chelsea had so two goals. Hey, God. I, I didn't which... know how good sleep. Oh, wait. Which one is this? They won in um. 2004-2005, um, round of 16, second leg, Stanford Bridge. Oh, that one, the Ronaldinho man. Ronaldinho. Ah, God, man. Yes, 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 yes. Ronaldinho. Oh, Ronaldinho. Okay. Clear. <laughs> okay. right. Well, so that, 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 that's, that's my, that's my, that's my third or like my, the first one rather. Then the second one I can remember as well. Chelsea and Barcelona again, Champions League mm. semi-final in 2009. Mm. I had already started loving Lionel Messi as a footballer. That's the mm. first, well, not only the first season, but I, I think I was really beginning to appreciate him a bit more than, than most. So I was looking forward to see them do something or seeing Barcelona do something, even though it's against my club. I was like, Messi is a great player. I can't lie, this guy's a great player. And 
long story short, when that goal went in, that last minute goal, man, I don't know. I because I was, I was supporting Messi, it was kind mm. of hard for me to be annoyed. Because like this is my guy. <laughs> this is the guy I'm rooting for. This is the guy I'm rooting for. No, run this by me. Seriously. I, I'm very curious. Okay. How do you it's like it's like I'm watching Manchester United play. Mm-hmm. Right? And um, United play Napoli, for instance, yes. mm-hmm. in the vital match. Yes. And because Victor Sime plays for Napoli, uh-huh. I would want Napoli to win. It can't happen. I, I, so how do you how do you how do you do it? Because uh, this Messi stuff that you say, Messi is not a human being. Wait, is that Messi? This Okay, now does that mean? Does that mean that while those of us were a lot of us were. Um, um, in St. Petersburg in 2018. No, when 20, Nigeria. So, so it's not. 20, no, 2018. When Nigeria okay. was weak. Really... Okay. I remember the game you're talking about the um, Argentina um, Nigeria now. Hello? When, sorry. When Nigeria was needing a draw to mm. um to qualify. You keep muting. Somebody's trying to reach reach me. Um, but yes, so while we were busy um, supporting Nigeria, you were supporting Messi. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's not like Is that. Right? It's not like that. It's not like that. It's not like that. I mean, I love Messi. But um, I don't know. Hello? 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 Yeah, I can hear you. I can hear you. I can hear you. Hello? So, as I was saying, um, why some of us were rooting for Nigeria that <laughs> night in St. Petersburg? So, you were part of those people who were rooting for Argentina because of Messi. Is that correct? Uh, no, I, I, I don't think I have that bias for national team, but for club, ah, uh, it, it's not, it's not like that. All right, so go on, go on with your third game. So go my third you. game, funny enough, a game I remember very well. I'm not even going to. We've talked. I've already spoken on the last week, last week about Chelsea's Champions League with Bayern. So the mm. third game I'll give now is um, Holland and um, Spain, 2010. The that, was, that was a big game for me. That was mm. a big game because I really needed, I really needed um, Spain to win. I really needed Spain to win because I, I, I was a bit partial towards Barcelona, obviously for Messi. Mm. And then Iniesta, Xavi, PK, ah, the United was just too strong. I was like, come on. So you want to tell me that after all these things, these guys are done. After losing their first game, the World Cup, a <laughs> parallel to this Argentina's last World Cup win. They lost their first game and kept on winning till the end. It's like, ah, we'll just get to final come and lose. Why? And then Iniesta scored that goal that changed everything. Oh, that was a good it, game. That was a good game. It, for me. It's like um no no, it's like almost everything you um there's a there's a 
there's a Barcelona line running through. Yes, um, I, the I way, admit. <laughs> yeah, the way you've um, in this this game, Peter. Peter, were you were you at any of those games at Stamford Bridge? Where is he going, Peter? Well, he's he's back. Sorry, sorry, my my microphone was my microphone mm-hmm. was 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 off. Mm-hmm. You know, um, the games that when I used to work at Chelsea, the games at Stamford mm-hmm. Bridge were a blur for me, right? For <laughs> certain reasons, because I didn't support Chelsea. You mm-hmm. know, I actually so I, I I took pleasure in every time they lost. And I remember the game when Ronaldo was still in, in Ronaldinho, sorry, Ronaldinho yeah. was still in Barcelona, and they played Chelsea. You remember the game where they lost, and and Ronaldinho was very upset, and something happened, and he was saying you're all racists and everything. I remember that game. You know, I remember it because Chelsea lost, because Chelsea won, sorry, and I was mm. upset. You see the thing, because at the time the rivalry in London was. Arsenal and Chelsea you know mm. that was the rivalry in London and even though I walked in Chelsea I honestly took pleasure more in their losing than in their winning any games at all you know that was my my, my thing at the time so I was there for a lot of those games but I, 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 I didn't pay attention it was only much later when Arsenal was no longer a contender you know mm. that I mm. started you know just to give Credence, you know, I would tolerate people like Drawba and 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 appreciate, you know, what they were doing. So that was my that that, that was my sentiment towards Chelsea at the time. Good job. I watched games. I watched football. I love football, but that was my sentiment. Right. Okay. So give us your three three of your five uh, memorable matches, please. Okay. First memorable match. Is and most Nigerians will say this, but me was from a footballing perspective. Atlanta '96, the semi-finals between Brazil and Nigeria that we won, you know, and which, mm. which inspired that famous song, you know, when Nigeria be Brazil, when Nigeria be Brazil, when Nigeria be Brazil, that match. For me, it was memorable not for the reasons that it's memorable for many Nigerians who I call just emergency football supporters. That night, I was watching that game. Remember, and most Nigerians who will call it their favorite match don't even remember that we played Brazil in the group stages. Mm. Right? Yep. And we lost. 1 0. Okay. Yep. We lost 1 0. And that Brazilian team was a constellation of stars. You know, it, it was it was more of a dream team than ours. It had the two Ronaldos, Ronaldo and Ronaldinho. It had people like Roberto Carlos. Ronaldinho was not there. And Rivaldo. Both, yeah. both of them were there. Like, yeah, both of them were there. No, Ronaldinho but wasn't anyway, there. Anyway, the, 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 the point was, the, the point for me was they'd, they'd beaten us. And we'd come to that tournament in a in a bit of in a state of confusion. Funds hadn't been released. Well, usual Nigerian thing and all that. And we come to that tournament in a bit of confusion. Western Health had gone, Bonfredo was now manager, all sorts of things. The Brazilians had won the World Cup 
in 94. So Brazil was in a high. And we had this thing then. Emeka, you recall this, growing up in that era, mm. you know, Brazil was glamorized. We'd seen them in 82. Apart from, you know, the tapes, Boys of Brazil and what they'd done, it was still recent. The three World Cups and all that. Brazil was Brazil. So that game, I watched that game, and when they went, we ended the first half, I think it was 3-1. Roberto Carlos scored an own goal. It was yeah. 3-1. And most Nigerians switched off. Most people who don't really watch football for the sake of watching football switched off. But I continued. I remember my roommates at the time went to sleep. It was late at night in Nigeria, and I stayed up, you know, and I was watching the game. Watching the game intently because even if we lost 7-1, even for me, football is football. You look at other things, how we played, you look at how the teams played, you look at the individual players, you know, mm. it, it goes into your collective memory bank of football. If you really love football. So I was watching the game and then it got to 3-2. And it struck me, it, even though we weren't really playing brilliantly, at 3-2, it struck me, you know we can do this thing, you know? So it was like me against myself because everybody else had gone to sleep. And I was like, you know, this thing can happen. It doesn't seem likely, but this thing can happen. My memory doesn't serve me too well now. It's been a long time. But I remember that they removed Ronaldo. Ronaldo, the Ronaldo. They removed him probably to save him for the finals, which was likely to be against Argentina. And I said to myself, you see, I've seen this thing before. You know, I've seen teams do this before even in big World Cups, and it's backfired. Because the team just loses, they've removed Ronaldo. We can do was this he, thing, though. Wasn't him they took over, was he Roberto? Wasn't him? I'm wondering, I'm the, trying to remember who, who I went think off. It was I, him. Him or I think Roberto. Were, I think yes, it was Peter him. Peter is correct, it was him, he went off. Yes, okay. I think it was him. You know, again, I'm just relying on memory now, you know? When they removed, whichever key, I, my memory tells me it's, it's Ronaldo. And when they removed me, I was telling myself, you know, hey, this thing seems unlikely, but we can. We can do this. So when Kano did that swivel and turn and scored it, then I was willing that ball. You know, it was as if I was on the field with him. I was like, bros, bros, just turn. Just, just see, see, bros, please, eh, please, please, don't hit it. Don't, just turn. And, and you are there. It's a go. And the thing entered. I couldn't. The shout I shouted, eh, my roommates all woke up. They thought, you know, maybe I'm jobbers at come or the shouting and like are you the rest is history, you know? And there were all sorts of subtexts. Because if you remember the, the Argentinians, I think they played before us. The semi-final was before us, and they had a headline then, let the monkeys come. They had a headline in one of the Argentinian newspapers, let the monkeys come. You know, the Argentinians and you know, it was referring to whichever of us, whichever of Brazil or Nigeria won that game you know mm. let them come anyway that's a subtext to it so that was my that was my game and like i said not for the reasons nigeria i remember many nigerians who are emergency football supporters yes let me be patronizing remember it but for me you know just my instincts in that game you know it was a great thing to beat brazil at that time you know for whatever nigerian team beat Brazil at that time. It, it was it was really a great thing. Now, my the, the the other games, the other games I listed would 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 
probably fall apart. I really loved the last World Cup final. You know, it gave me it gave me memories of of Atlanta '96. I, I I really loved it, and I I loved what Mbappe did. It was an absolutely fantastic game, you know. That was it was, was it was an Yes, but instead of doing instead of saying that, since we all know that game, you know, recent, let me mm. go back. Let me let me go back as probably the oldest person here, and take it back instead. You know to two older games you know that people here probably don't remember except maybe you America. one is what preceded uh, Atlanta 96 game Nigeria had had that experience before the miracle of Daman in 1989 at the watch World it live Cup. watch it live shut up. they never showed it live I struggled to act I talk radio, 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 pardon me, radio. The miracle of the man, the miracle of the man in 1989, because it presaged what we did in 96. You know, and by, I think they scored the fourth goal in the first minute of, of the second half. Again, memory. And it was 4 0. And then we started gradually climbing our way back. You know, Chris O'Hanhan. Dimeji Lawal, Sam Elijah, and then I think the last two goals came in the, you know, in the time, in the last 10 minutes, you could as captain, captain it all. And it was a fantastic thing. And when we eventually watched the match, it was even more fantastic watching the games and seeing how the boys' heads had fallen at first. And then with each goal, you know, the, the USSR heads fell, you know, more and ours rose more. You know, and then eventually we won. That 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 presaged what we did in the planet. And then, you know, subtext Oleksalenko. I remember Oleksalenko from that game. That was the name in in in, in mm. the Soviet mm. team because mm. you all remember what he then went on to do in '94. You know, we remembered Oleg. Oleg was one of the highest scorers in the '94 World Cup. Again, speaking from memory. So, that was the second one. The third one is what people in Nigeria who grew up in the 70s have called the greatest game. Shegwandabami describes it as the greatest game. And if you have, Amaka, you have a clip on one of your YouTube channels where you showed Shegwandabami talking about it in Houston. I, I I was a very little boy then. But in the 70s, there was this rivalry between what was then, I, I, they hadn't become three SC, IICC shooting stars and Inugu Rangers, which were clearly the two best teams in Nigeria at the time. So it was like an East-West confrontation. And this was in the aftermath of the Civil War. And it's not the kind of internecine nonsense we are doing now in Nigeria. It was a very healthy rivalry, very healthy, very friendly very healthy rivalry but it was a very fierce rivalry very very fierce at this time most of the most of the players from for shooting stars were from the west some from the midwest most of the players for Enugu rangers were from the east if not all so there was also the tribal connotation but but again i, I keep emphasizing this 
it, it wasn't this nasty thing that you see a lot of on, on, on social media now. It was actually very healthy, very... There was mutual respect between the two teams. Growing up then, we feared IICC shooting stars like no other. When they came to Enugu to play, you know, we were petrified of them. They too apparently gave us that respect. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Those Rangers that respect, Enugu Rangers, the two Rangers that respect because the two teams were very good. And then in 1976, shooting star in 75, Rangers had played. Rangers, I'll, 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 I'll split this up. In 75, Rangers have played the finals. They have become the first team to reach the finals of the continental competition, African, um, African Cup of Champions, Champion Clubs, as it was best called there. And they fell mm. to Hafia of Guinea, one in mm. Guinea, two one in Lagos. Right? The next year, the newly formed African Cup Winners' Cup. Shooting Stars went on and won it and became the first club side to win a continental trophy. Right? Mm. So the next year was 77. Both teams, one of them, I think he was shooting, one of them had the option to play... It was because Elias won the league. Elias won the league. Yes. And they had the and option of playing the Champions Cup, but they chose to play the Cup yes, Winners' Cup. Opted to play the Cup Winners. So both of them met in the semi-finals. Semi-finals of all times to meet. You know, the two greatest. And that game, that, 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 the second leg was taken to because tensions were so high after the first leg, which ended in a draw. The Supreme Military Council then, under the Chief of Staff was here, they decided to yep. take the match to Kaduna, yep. which was a neutral mm-hmm. venue. It wasn't in Lagos, it was a neutral venue in Kaduna. They flew the teams, the two teams, by, by Air Force. That's how important that game was. You know, they, they flew the two teams with Air Force planes to Kaduna. And that game was such a game. It is remembered for Shego Adobami being pocketed by Ayafo in in but it was a game. And because Rangers won, people remember that, but my heaven, Shagun still did things that day. In fact, it was an emergency move that they sent him to Manmark because Shego Adobami was something. Was some, but that game was a game. It was very, very memorable. And I remember what happened after I was in just at the time, just starting secondary school. And I remember, you know, just went haywire. Just was filled with people traders after all. Mark you, after the Civil War. So when I hear a lot of nonsense today, ethnicity and all this in Nigeria, I just wonder at the, at, at the young generation of today. Because that generation after the Civil War had no such. You know, they have no such animosities. None. They just got on mm. with it. Mm. But that's my particular Um, you have to wait. Um, Yomi will go first for um his first three. Yomi. Hi everyone. Um, <clears throat> I always knew that if I didn't get to go first, I would lose my Nigeria Brazil <laughs> semi final at the Olympics. <laughs> so, so, luckily, I had I had a few runner ups. Um, I think the first one I'll go with is uh, with the Nigeria theme uh, Nigeria Zambia 1994 AFCON final. 
for mm. all the reasons, you know, 14 years after we won our first one, this, for me, the truly golden team, that 94 team that won the Nations Cup and went on to the World Cup, that team was just complete. But, of course, we had to have some drama before we could win it, right? Zambia mm. goes ahead, of course, with everybody supporting Zambia and everything that had happened, Kalisha Bualia, Kenneth Malitoni, everybody was like, mm. ah, these guys are going to upset it over but trust the man that I'm to show up and you know write the fairy tale and for me that was just memorable that was incredible winning always makes it interesting so I go with that first second one I have to go United has to be the Champions League final in 1999 incredible incredible I mean <laughs> how much more faith can you have <laughs> this was we lost our, our our central midfield had to have a makeshift midfield the guys played well struggled of course we went behind um, but come at the hour come at the men they showed up at the last minute two Beckham in Smithers and, and first it was Peggy and then Ole put it away to give us the the, the trophy for me that was it was I, I mean I, I in fact I totally lost my head that night but yes that, that was, <laughs> you, 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 you say you lost your head that night my abiding memory of that night was um, you know unfortunately it was not the time of um, um, Sky Sports world to world coverage it was um, it was um, what's it called it was um, ITV it was ITV coverage, okay. so okay. it was just after the presentation. You ended the coverage and went for and went for ITV News at ten. <laughs> it was extremely, extremely <laughs> just after the players picked up the trophy, up the trophy yeah. and came down. Boom! They they broke for advert and from advert straight <laughs> to um, what's that man's name that um, that used to do that. Trevor McDonald, I think, they went to ITV News at 10. What did I do? I was so emotionally exhausted. I went straight to sleep. No, no, it was it was a drain. I, 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 I couldn't I couldn't believe it. The manner the manner of the comeback and before you knew it, they had scored the winner before the game. I remember what this was I was, I was in Lagos. Watched at my uncle's house, I remember. Oh, this was on DSTV. It was just, it, it just went nuts. But I mean, no, that was just, that was just incredible. For my, for my third one, uh, this is sentimental for me because it was my first time at the World Cup, and my first, and I was following Nigeria. My very first game watching a World Cup game live in stadium, Nigeria mm. versus Bosnia in Kayaba in Brazil, and we won. And remember, we hadn't won a game at the World Cup since 1998, if I remember correctly, it was 2014. And it was also a big win for us because I think we had drawn our first game. Our last Mm. game was against Argentina, which we knew would be tough. So we had to Mm. win. And and it was a tough one. Osaze Odenwege puts it in. We go nuts in the stadium and we're bouncing, we're rocking and, you know, Mm. pulled that one out. I'll never forget that game for for all the reasons, you know, being my first time at the World Cup, you know, being there, Nigeria winning, and and of course, he helped us move on to the second round, even though we lost 3-2. Another great game to Argentina. Mm. Uh, mm. Yeah, that would be my, my third one. I, um, my, 
in, in choosing in choosing um, matches for me it becomes really I have to for me the very first game I have to think of is it was July the 5th 1993 um, as a boy growing up I had been traumatized I was been traumatized by um Gordon Odier's own goal in 1977 <laughs> to, to deny Nigeria going to the 78th World Cup. And I was still a boy when um, Algeria came to Lagos and absolutely battered us um, Junio in a final World Cup qualifier. Yeah, see how the mind plays tricks on you, right? This is what trauma does. I have zero and I kid you not, zero recollection of the second half of that game. None. I don't remember anything from that the second half of that match because the two goals were scored in the first half. So I don't recall anything about that second half. So, July the 5th, 1993, two weeks earlier, um, IBB had annulled the June 12 elections. Um, and so there was a lot of tension in Lagos. And that morning, as we were getting ready to go to the my father didn't want us to go because two days earlier, Nadeko had brought out leaflets and telling everybody that there will be sit at home on the Monday. So we knew that there would be tension at the, the, the stadium. We had already lost our opening um, second round game to Côte d'Ivoire. So this was, this was a vital game. We needed this team had to win this game. See, that 94 World Cup campaign, that US 94 World Cup campaign was very personal to me. I had bet everything that Clemens Westerhoff was going to win us an AFCON and take us to the World Cup. So that defeat um, in May to, to Côte d'Ivoire helped me as much as not winning the AFCON in 92, even though for me, we're the best team in that tournament. But then we are at the stadium, and just five minutes, less than five minutes after kickoff, that's five scores. Right below where we were sitting, we were about for this goal. <laughs> I remember thinking, what? That's that all. Can I, can I interrupt? The camera ban on TV, I think he missed that ball. <laughs> I think so. I never think it to myself. The stadium was, you know, you always hear about pin drop silence. The stadium was ghostly silent. There was not a peep from anybody. Who else sat down there? All I remember was I looked at my brother who was sitting on my left. I said to my brother, don't envy these boys for anything. And what I ever say, because there's no way they wouldn't have felt the tension going into the game because of all, all the political stuff. But these guys rose up and won 4-1. I believe strongly that the manner with which he came back to win that game was a big factor in us going on to the World Cup and winning the AFCON in, the, in, in Tunisia. And the second game I, I remember is... Um, when Rizzo's debut, I was at um, Old Trafford when he 
I was in the where you know you know you know the concourse at Old Trafford where you buy tea, all of those things. So we're there when the team list came out, and we guys, these guys have saw the list, and I I can never forget the guy. The guy, one of the guys called his mate. Oh, am I? The guy answered in this strong Mancunian accent. Have you seen the team? And the guy said, not there. Oh, not there. And then this, this other person who was asking if he has seen the team looked at the, the old man has lost his mind, you know. And he gave him this, you know, that wanker sign. He gave him that wanker sign. About, this was fine. They were making a masonic. I looked at the two. I was like, this is crazy. How dare you make that about Alex? What is wrong with you people? But why we go? All I was thinking, all right, we're really starting. There you go, and then boom, he goes on to he goes on to score uh, a hat trick, and everything he promised to deliver at Euro 2004 a few months earlier, he was able to deliver that um, that that night at Old Trafford. This this the stadium was jumping jumping I'm telling you you could feel the whole place rocking that 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 night but that yeah that's my second game the third game for me will be July of 1982 as they they've knocked down that stadium now it used to be Espanol's home ground when for me the day football died the day Brazil lost to um, Paulo Rossi's Italy in the 1982 World Cup, um, in the 1982 World Cup, I sincerely believe that Brazil not winning that 1982 World Cup was a factor in the way football went in the years after it. That is, it's still to me, I don't care what anybody says, it, that is still the best national team I've seen in my lifetime. They played football with joy and freedom that to this day I haven't seen anything play like that. The the techniques of the past Falcao's uh, Brazil second equalizer which is Falcao's um, goal. I I, I I ask anybody if you can watch that goal and find the place where they start the goal from Dinozov clearing the ball from his own box. He's all clears this ball and the ball is coming down with snow on it. And Fakao is watching this ball coming and then he turns his foot into carpet. The ball drops and rolls to the left to uh, Junior, who was left back. And Junior takes off. He just heads off on that left hand side. Plays, eventually, plays the same ball. To Fakao. And then Fakao is cutting in. And then you have Terezo make that decoy run that takes all the defenders with him. And then Fakao lashes this ball home. That should have been the goal that should have sent Brazil going into, into the semi final where they would have pummeled Poland for, Poland for sure. But it wasn't it wasn't to be. It's a game, it took me nearly 10 years before I watched it again. It took me, fact, what am I saying? More than 10 years before I went again because that's how painful it was. But yeah, those are those are my best three. Mm-hmm. 
Amaka, before Tunji, before Tunji comes on, just to mm. drop in on what you said about that last game, it was actually an alternative for me, and it's trauma. You say you oh, haven't, wow. it took you about 10 years to watch it. Huh? Mm. I haven't watched that game completely. Oh, wow. Ever since. Wow. I always stop <laughs> it at that park, I'll go. I- I'm not joking. I can't, even as old as I am, I can't bring myself to watch that game to the end. You know, anyway, Dudu Rumi said the same thing, that he stops after that Farkao's goal. And when that, he watch the game, when he gets to Farkao's after Farkao's goal, he turns it off. <laughs> Extraordinary. Okay, thank you. For me, at, selecting this list, I realized that a couple of the games, and maybe that's why I'm so emotionally attached to them. A couple of the games actually occurred late in the year, December. December is, you know, the month of festivities and also my birthday month, right? So I was most likely in a jolly mood <laughs> every single time. And, you know, those matches were played. Top of my list <coughs> definitely is Aim Baba versus the Smiley 2003. So I think it was uh, the MPP that said, uh, talk, talked about the champions. What was the original name? Champion. Champions Cup. The African Cup of Champion. Champion oh, Club. Champion. Yeah, yeah. African Cup of Champions Club. Champions Cup of Champions Cup. The Secretary Cup. The yes. African Champ. Not the African Champ. by Aimba. That victory by Aimba was a very. It went a long way. Why is Tunji establishing my love for Tunji? Why are you breaking up? You're, you're breaking up right now. Oh, can you hear me now? Yes, yes. Okay, pardon me. Yes, so I said my, my, my love for football was was traumatized. We've spoken about trauma in '96 when uh, IICC, just IICC, lost to Zamalek. Right? And for me, that was like the last opportunity for a Nigerian club side to win the Secretary Cup. As in, I would add. You know the usual stories, 84, IICC, 88, Mwayao, Leventis and Abiola Beijing. You know, so good, but they never really went again, right? That night, that I just thought that was never going to happen again. And then Aimba came. Ah, it was, it was, it was painful, especially after that last second equalizer in exactly. Cairo by Benga yeah. Okinawa, you know, it gave yeah. us hope. And then a year after that, Julius Dega also lost in the Copernas Cup final to, uh, I think it was um, Spassian or so. But anyway, so Aimba comes with this national agenda. Uh, I don't know if you, you, you can remember that. They even had players who they signed for that Champions League campaign, but domestically in Nigeria, they were playing for that club, the Yaro Yaro. It was, it was I, absolute. I think he was playing for Yaro Yaro, I was playing for Canopilas. Well, I think the gist was, was, was that just was that uh, and Oji, they, they actually made it like a national agenda. I think they called up the club side and said, "Look, we have a chance at this, but we need your support." So it was all in. Forget what happened on the pitch; they were prepared. All those stories of Nigerian club sides going to North Africa, you know, they've been treated badly. I, I think they said, I think it was the same in Maya when it hit. At halftime, the, the halftime was extended. They were on the pitch. They didn't have the kits. They were cold. And then they considered four goals. You know? 
So Enyibawa already, they, they didn't stay at the hotel that was uh, allocated to them. They left journalists there and went to the secret hotel because, of course, the Egyptian fans tried to keep them awake. They took cameras with them. You know, they showed us what was going on from inside the plane when they were surrounded, when they landed by soldiers. They were, they, they were, they were ready. They were ready like no other Nigerian club side for a continental match at that level. And then on the pitch, like the great team, great Nigerian club sides of, of old, at Inba Stadium, right? You are sure to chop your two goals for sure. What determined win or lose, of course, was the rematch. And uh, I think Mr. Um, mentioned something about people uh, when you watch a Nigeria Brazil match, people actually left or went to sleep. So my own version of this match was that Inba won the first leg. 2-0 standard in, 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 in Nigeria. In the second leg, it was going in the direction of what we had been seeing year after year, decade after decade. Hostile crowd, you know, biased referee, you know, Aimba were under pressure very early on. And then, of course, there was a dodgy penalty. That was like the first 25 minutes. I actually stood up and and left home. So it was, it was night, it was about 8 o'clock, right? Let's oh. kick off. Yes, eight o'clock. I got up and I was at home with my, you know, with my my parents' house in the Keja. I got up and I left the house. I I couldn't drive because I was not emotionally stable. So I ended up taking, getting into a not even a cab. I think it was a, I think it was a downpour cab. I can't remember. I got into a downpour and I just started going. No destination, no plan because I was already like this is going to end up in the same way as I've seen year after year, right? And I, what I now did was that I was now watching people, you know, on the road to see if there was some kind of reaction or something. Yeah, what was going on, right? And <laughs> I, 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 I didn't really see that. And then I decided to stop over at um, your miss cousin's house. That's the Oguns at Yaba. And, and mm. I remember that somewhere around Fadi, I saw maybe one or two clusters you of went, people. Wait, 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 wait. You went from Okwadi all the way towards Yaba. Bros, you don't understand. I had no, I didn't, I had no, I was going to a bus or cab, I can't remember. And I just, I couldn't drive. I knew that it was dangerous for me to drive. It was dangerous for me to drive. So I just started heading, right? I didn't listen to, you know, there were no phones there back, the mobile phones and all that. So I just, I just started heading out. I saw one or two clusters of people that were dancing and celebrating, so I was like, was it an equalizer? Was it until I got to Yaba itself? You know, I got to the street and then I saw, you know, it's a celebration, but you know, it wasn't that. And I was like, oh wow. To me, Nigeria's greatest victory after the two outcomes of 80 and 94. This was Nigeria's greatest football victory, and people, you know, it's it wasn't people are not going crazy. Right. So I discovered that watching the match later. Imba were ready. They scored that goal, dodgy penalty, right? But that was it. Imba did not allow them. The dodgy calls, they resisted, intimidated the referee like Nigerian players never used to do. And then the last five minutes of that match, Imba made it a non-football match. They were diving, they were clutching their faces, they were wasting time, and they just got over the line. So that's my number one, right? Number two would be, uh, let me just wait for the, the World Cup uh, in December. Once again, it was on my birthday. Coincidentally, on my birthday, December the 18th, I had a small clutch of friends from my childhood with me, as I usually do. And we were watching it at um, 
it it in Ka's house. Yes, Emeka it in Ka's house. You know, so you know it was game over and all, and then the the, the, the penalty goes in. What's the name of that? The entire, the entire centre back always has a mistake in him. The one that brought uh, Kulumani down for the penalty. You know, I'm like this guy did anything is possible. So the penalty went in, and I was like, okay, okay, let's see. Then the ball pops up. I was supporting Argentina, of course. Oh, Messi. The ball pops up. We see Mbappe shaping to shoot, and we're like, no, no, as in, don't. Even though we're against, we're like, don't do it. It's going over the bar. And then that goal goes in, and it's an, a football experience that I can't compare to many. That he scored like that at that time in that manner, right? And mm. you know, we know the rest of what of what happened just to just to save time. But there were there were there, there are these questions of was that the greatest? That is easily the greatest football final ever, the World Cup final, easily. They have, right? they have to be. It was an it was know, an unreal match. It was. It was. It was the football all round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The saving in the last second from Martinez, eight, and then the ball goes down the other way, and yes. this uh, and this Argentine striker who was bent, Martinez has, another Martinez bent, has won. Yeah, who was who was who was Lataro, who was bent yes. on making sure that Argentina could not win. It's it it, it, it was unbelievable, unbelievable. Uh, yeah, unbelievable. So. And to save time, so that's the that's the second one. The 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 third one is actually a game that I didn't even watch live, right? And you know, I was I was alive then, but I didn't watch it until a couple of years later. But I challenge anybody not to put this match in the top B. Obama should ever played France Portugal nineteen eighty four semifinals in Paris, right? People talk about France, but I think the Portuguese team to have. Come up against a country, not a football team. They were pretty strong as well, and also mm. it had the group to me the greatest um, goalkeeping performance ever by the Portuguese goalkeeper. It is the easy, it is the best goalkeeping performance ever. And I challenge anybody to to to, to counter me. For for Platini, there was this run he made in the first half, right, where he just broke past everybody on the pitch, and I was like, okay, this is a man who, after eighty-two. You know, he he was trying to, as they say, uh, what's that cliche? Uh, impose his will on the game. He was playing with destiny. He was playing with destiny. That guy wasn't going to lose that tournament, right? And it's odd because I read somewhere years ago that Platini's most memorable match was not that one. <laughs> it was actually the lost Jeffy in eighty two, in twenty three. But that's me digressing. You know, so that match was unbelievable. It's, it was it was just everything. Not it had everything, it was everything. Can you, was... can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, carry on. Carry on about okay. that game. All right, yeah. So so th- so that game, I, I mean uh, the commentary from John Motson, when the French scored their second goal, if you even see the clips now, the Portuguese were not playing against a football team. They were playing a, against a whole country. That second goal, the equalizer, it's hard to go in. It just had to go in and then and then there was the I want to write an article okay I'll tell you about this I want to call that article that touch and Tigana's run or no Tigana's journey right so uh you guys know of course John Tigana he mm. he I think at that in the last minute of extra time he and Platini had a an acquiesce signed agreement that you know what we're winning this game both of us forget about every other person on the pitch this is just what I was like gonna do this because he went past everybody 
went past French players. He had options to pass on either side. He completely ignored them, ran from halfway, ran past everybody, took it to the byline. For 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 Platini to take a touch before shooting in that kind of game, that kind of moment, in front of your own fans, it's not what a normal human being should do. It wasn't about the goal from the shot, the goal. It was about the touch he took in front of those defenders and the goal. I don't, I don't know if it's muscle memory or I don't know. I don't, I don't. I, I look at it and it's just, it's just unbelievable to me. Right, so those are is that two? So that's two for me. No, that's three. That's three. That's three. Okay, yeah, that's three. Yeah, that's three. Yeah. So let me try and say you know, Yeah, that's three. You, you know, you know, one of the biggest mysteries in this world for me is how, when great footballers are discussed, people actually don't remember Michel Platini. Platini scored nine goals. Yeah, in yeah. An yeah. Eight, in an eight-team tournament. Eight-team tournament. Nine goals in five games. That's Juice Fontaine. Game. That's Juice Fontaine in 1958 statistics. That, that is... That is... To this day... To this day, nobody has come close to that. Nothing. With Nothing. all the matches that they're playing. With all the games they're playing. This guy... This guy took the... The trauma of the... Of the... Penalty shootout defeat. Mm-hmm. Penalty shootout defeat to West Germany. Took that trauma and then came to that um, Euros and decided that, you know, they, he said, we die here before Nigerians came up with that phrase. Mm-hmm. We, die, we die here. Mm-hmm. It's either we win this tournament or we, we are not going to leave the stadium. As in. Die, what people do when you say die, as in, as in, like, die, lose his life. Day, and he was day, clear day. from the way he was playing. He, he was, he, he, the, the original number nine and a half. The guy that used to feel stuff going say, yeah, and he was not in number nine. No, so it, it sometimes it's, it's, it's funny how, uh, how, how life, uh, how people see, um, uh, football. And I, I hold myself, um, as guilty too in in this regard, you know what I mean your last two. So my last two, then uh, <laughs> the first one I'll go with is great great match. I think for me, this is Euro two thousand the final, and I think that's my best Euros. Um, Zidane in his, in his, in his pomp. I mean, if he, he's one of my all-time faves. And but even going into that final, I was torn. I would like, I, 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 of course, I wanted him to do it, having won the World Cup, win the Euros. But I love, love that Italian team, Potti, Zaghi, Nate, I, I thought those guys should also do it. So I was like, okay, let me go in and try and neutral as I can. <laughs> Of course, I was lying to myself. I, I was leaning towards Italy, and then Totti does that back heel. Um, uh, what, what is it? Tibiaggio? I can't remember the guy on the right. Or Delvecchio puts it in. I was like, mm. what? What? What else do you want? This is as beautiful as you get. And the boys were buzzing. But next thing, France turns it around first. Delvecchio, yes. Will Todd, and then. Uh, 
of course, tries a goal himself. Finishes mm. it off with a golden goal. So for me, Super Tournament ends off on a high. It's my best Euros. That's, that's one match I can't forget. I think the 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 one I'm going to choose last. I, I, I think it was more for the occasion. Again, this was a match I saw live. You know, if you're a football fan, there are just some things that you put on your bucket list and you say, I must do in this lifetime. And I was fortunate to be able to watch a World Cup match in Maracana. This was mm. Colombia versus Uruguay. The goal of the tournament was scored right there. Hamas, you were there? I was there. No. <laughs> oh, wow, wow, how was it? Wow, it was, it was, it was you was you should quit. You was you was you was 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 it was 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 I was just like, okay, that's it. I've, I've done it. <laughs> so that's that's my that's my first one. I was um, we were I was in um, I was in Sao Paulo that night. We were the um, we had gone to um, the NFF hotel. I was seeing um, my late friend Deji uh but he was not in the room, so he said I should wait. So we we're watching the game in the lobby when Hamas did. That madness. I, I, I remember. I remember thinking, what's this guy done? What all, of us, all of us in the lobby, everybody in the yeah, it was a lobby. Everybody screamed. It was such a sensational goal. So even thinking, to even think it that I'm going to hit this was something. Then to execute it, to execute absolutely. And you know how it, it was, is. It was a half turn. It was like yeah. a boom. <laughs> a goal. There's something about a goal that hits a part of the woodwork before going in. It just it's always like it makes it a little bit more special. And I'm sure the sound of the ball hitting the uh, bar first before going in, the goalkeeper would have been like, Oh god, what is this now? That's what would have happened. But yeah, and like I said, if that was me, that's it, I'm done. There's no point in going to stadium again. I'll just <laughs> <laughs> I will just take that one and drink water. Um, Nanu, your your last two. You have to unmute your mic. Yeah, you I've go. unmuted my mic. Oh, you guys are distracted me. I don't like to you. You distracted me. Uh, my favorite memories. I've been in the Chelsea ones. I'm getting tired of Chelsea. Chelsea doing very badly now. <laughs> Just to do so badly now. Um, unforgettable games. Unforgettable games. I'm not sure about Barcelona. What? Uh, you didn't make? You didn't make a list before coming here. I made a list. I actually made a list for that. Mike. So, so go on then. Why do you have to think of another thing? There's no need to think of another I'm one. Upset. I'm upset. I'm upset. Well, I'm what are you? What are you upset about? All your list are Chelsea matches, I think. That's not Chelsea matches. That's fine. That's fine. There's nothing. There's nothing wrong with that. Okay, so one, one not Chelsea one. Mm. Spain and Holland. You've made that. You've already told us that. Your first three. 
That's my first pick. So which one before wasn't my first pick? I don't know. CFC Barcelona 2005, Chelsea Barcelona 2009, Holland yeah. Spain. Oh, okay, no, no, I I skipped on this one. I, I let's not talk about. I talked about this last time. Chelsea um, Bayern. I talked about it already last week. Okay, why are you going to do another list, Peter? Your last two. Peter. Why is Peter gone? Anyway, sorry. I was talking with mm-hmm. vibes. I was talking with my, my mic being on. I just okay. realized Peter gone. I, I put on my mic. So I was saying that... Um, Two two of my games, my last two had already been mentioned. I mentioned one in passing, which is the World Cup, the last World Cup, and mm. um, and then the uh, and Tunja, I think it was, who mentioned that that Mbappe goal, that volley. Mm. Tunja, I like talk because it captured things I couldn't put into oh. words. You know that okay. the feeling that thing gave for any soccer loving person. You know, when you see him in that game at that time, you know, in the World Cup final with mm-hmm. all the sticks mm-hmm. and he was shipping up to shoot. Shipping Thank up. you mm-hmm. for making it out. Because you, you, for any football person, when you see him come, you say, nah, nah, man, don't, nah, don't do that. Don't do And he did. It's not normal. You know, so it's, not, it's, not, it's not normal behavior. That's a normal it, football behavior. What's no, 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 no. It, it cannot be normal. <laughs> you know? So those things, you know, it's, even as I think, think about it now the hell my hand stands you know it's it was just sublime football so that that would have been one of in fact that was my yeah, first so, yeah that should be that's fine it's also it's fine okay so uh so let me let me move that you mentioned the brazil and that one is traumatic that 1982 <laughs> brazil um italy game but there's one more i'd like to add now you know it was mm. i had all the supplementary list also rounds nigeria Spain, okay. Mm. You know that Nigeria Spain game, 1998. You know Nigeria Spain, mm. and that one was personal for me because I, I hate to sound patronizing. Football has been my thing all my life from when I was a small child, and for a long time, football wasn't available to 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 anyone except those who really liked the game and went out to find it. To find now, the game. Right, cable, yeah. saturation, social media, so anyone can be a football pundit. Back in the day, we valued ourselves. Those of us who went to great lengths to watch football, international football, you know, European football, local football, we, value, we knew what we were doing. So, up to that 98 that 98 World Cup finals, you know, c- cable had come, but it still mm-hmm. wasn't this everybody now has a team and all that. And in the lead up to that final, that World Cup final, Nigeria's preparation was in shambles. You know, we didn't have a goalkeeper, we all sorts of things. Our, our, our friendly matches had revealed, had revealed weaknesses, you know, Holland had twacked us. You know, one of my friends says he remembers that friendly against Holland with, with just these words. Overmass, overmass, overmass. Go. <laughs> <laughs> overmass, overmass, 
over and over <laughs> go. So we're in a shambles. It was clear that you know that flank, that maybe a Paracos flank, was a problem. There just seemed to be nothing we could do about We resurrected, we resurrected um, Rufai, Peter Rufai, when it became clear that our goalkeeping problems were more than we could. You know, Rufai was was practically in, in, in a retirement room. So, but, so people kept saying, just watching the friendlies, that oh, Nigeria were going to get beaten. And I kept insisting, you guys don't watch football. You know, the, the, the tournament itself is going to be a different ballgame if we can keep our heads. And I remember somebody then telling me, my friend, you're not being scientific. What do you know? Get away. Isn't this... Those words, I remember, is, you're not being scientific. I said, my brother, this thing, friendlies are a different ballgame. You try different things. On the day, you know, it's going to be very different. So I felt a lot of vindication when that Mr. Rocket went in, you know. And please remember at this time that Spain were also, they had this thing about them that they would never perform at the big stage, yeah, you know. At that point, yes. Mm. So um, for me, it was vindication. And I would write an article in Complete Sports after that, which said, egg on their faces. You know, and I called out everybody, all the commentators who had said Nigeria would lose. I called each one of them, you know, including in the Kerap. I called everybody out by name. This is what you said. This is what you people don't know. This is what we had interviewed Bora in Potakot before the, the match, and Bora had said the same thing. Oh, you know, these are friendlies. We do this, we do that, we do that. I, I mentioned all of that. So that, that would be my last game, supplemental list. Right, it's, it's ironic that because you're the one that's mentioned 96 and mentioned 98. To this day, I I have no regard. I told you have the smallest regard for the Atlanta gold medal. I was going to call you out on that, Emeka. I, I was going to call you out. Let me finish. I absolutely hate that Atlanta gold medal. Because for me, that Atlanta gold medal cost us the France 98 semi-final slot. History, always check history. Nigeria doesn't, Nigeria, we do not know how to manage stocks. Had we gone to Atlanta, we gone out in the first round. Our preparation through qualifiers going to France 98 would have been top notch. Would have hired a coach quickly, that coach would have seen us through the qualifiers and would have gone to the World Cup prepared. Let me tell you how bad that Atlanta United gold medal was. The night before we played Argentina, was, it was a Friday night. Because Argentina Atlanta United six final gold medal match was a Saturday. A Friday, we had a what we call Zonal Tari Night at Trem headquarters in Obaniku. The Zonal Tari Night with all the Trem churches in Lagos used to gather at Obaniku. One pastor came to have to pray a prayer. His prayer point was prayer for Nigeria. Do you know how this pastor started it? I can't forget this. The pastor says, he goes, he says, Hallelujah, somebody, everybody answered earlier. How many of you know that by this time tomorrow we'll be world champions? The church started. It took like three minutes before we'll come down. You know, the vibes from beating Brazil in the semi-final. And then knowing that tomorrow 
was the Olympic gold medal match. Nobody calls the Olympic gold medal match. As far as I, I was concerned, as far as anybody was concerned, you win a gold, you become world champions. And that was the mentality that drove us. And I, I remember watching everything and thinking, all this plan that I had for Nigeria going to semi-final in France 98, down the drains here. We will not do this. And that was it. I believe strongly. The squad of players we had between 1992, sorry, strike that, between 91 to 2000, we would never get that group again. The solidity, the, we had footballers who could, that France, that match against Spain, Victor Equiba ran um, the two centre-backs. He ran them ragged. But tactically, we had a midfield duo of Okocha and Ulisse. You could drive a tractor right through that middle. Right through that. Every time I watch it, it makes me smile. Look at this. this is so funny, but it was the individual quality that took us through that game. And that was why when we played Denmark, because they were better prepared and that basically were better, it was easy for them to, to beat us. It wasn't just that Rufai was not on form, but it was easy for them to beat us. So that's why 96 and 98 paid me uh, till, till tomorrow. Right. Before I go to that. Let me ask you one quick question. Hmm? Mm. And mm. this is why these days, you know, or those are the experiences that, that, that leave me these days saying sometimes coaches need time. You remember it was Tuesday that qualified us? You know, yes, Tuesday was, it was Tuesday. Right? We sacked Tuesday because we wanted, you know, Tuesday was playing his 3-5-2, which was different mm. from what the whole mm. swashbuckling game we'd been used to, right? Yep. But Tuesday qualified yep. us, and we sacked mm. Tuesday because yes. we weren't getting that swashbuckling game. Who knows mm. if we'd left Tuesday, you know, go through your... That's, that's my point. Peter, if you remember, Peter, if you remember what was in the press at the time, the press at the time, everybody used to say that this team does not need a coach. We have too many quality players. Yeah, those are the things that were going around around that time. That's why it was easy for incompetent administrators to start choosing. That's why it was easy. That was why they could go and and think that it was all right for them to go and get um, Bora Mulitinovic, who had no interest whatsoever in what happened at the World Cup. As long as he had done his fifth, he has taken his fifth team to um, the tournament. So this, this is part of what I'm saying, that winning that gold medal just put us in that way that only Nigerians, um, Nigeria, Nigeria and Nigerians do. That brings me to my own second to last game was um, Rustenburg in, I think it was February. No, no, it was, yeah, it was, I think it was February or last, last week in January. The Super Eagles against overwhelming tournament favorites, Cote d'Ivoire, in the quarterfinal of Afcon 2013. My God, this that campaign, just like US '94 campaign, that 2013 Afcon was personal to me. I'd been with the team when they were in camp in Faro, and I just had this attraction to these boys, so I was going into that match, I could not even eat. The food that I bought, I gave it to a policewoman before I got into the stadium. Wow. Was thinking. 
one of the best matches Mikel had played as Mikel ever played for Nigeria was that game. Mikel stood strong. He was like, this is the, this day. Nobody gives us a chance. We will show this way that we're in Nigeria. Because people forget also that as much as sometimes we don't rate our teams, opposition will always remember this is Nigeria. So for people to play, for anybody to play for Nigeria, they must be somehow good. So is that we 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 went into that game and won. We did not win on penalties. We won in regulation time. Ah, uh, I've never been able to celebrate that match, that win the way I really should have. I just remember just standing and watching the players celebrate, and I was like, yes, we can do this now. We can do this. This boys can do this. It was, it was a, it was a lovely night. It really was. Um, what would be my final one? There's there too many, too many, too many games that. I've seen over the years, and um, Yomi has chosen um, uh, the Champions League final of '99. I'm sorry, but I still have to go to Nigeria again. Um, May, I think it was May 31st, or was it June? Nigeria's first match at US '94 World Cup. I was petrified. I was going into the game. I did every permutation in my head. Now, what are we going to do? Who is West Ham going to choose? What formation are we going to play? Then, just an hour to kick off. I remembered that actually I could finish top scorer in Portugal. And Emil Kostadinov, who was playing for Porto at the time, was second top scorer behind Achille I feel you not. As soon as I remember that, just relaxed and said, Jekini will score. And I know that once Jekini scores, we're not losing this game. So Jekini will score. So we won't lose. And that's how I went into it. That opening goal, the second goal, the man and Amelie case third goal, the three new scoreline, that it didn't not even flatter us in the end, is something that I treasure above every other game that did not that is not an AFCON final win that that game will stay with me for as long as I live so that's my final one Nanu do you have your list ready now? does Nanu know that nobody's hearing me? I hope we get one let me unmute let me unmute let me unmute can you hear me now? Yes, we can. Do you remember the last games I called? The last, the three or the four games I called? Because called I have two, my list. Yeah? You called you call two Chelsea games. You called um, this, the 2010 World Cup final. Okay. Okay, okay, yeah, I know why I didn't talk about it. I already spoke about the Chelsea Bayern game, the last um, podcast we had. Mm. About, uh, I really went in hard. <laughs> I really went in hard. But for the sake of posterity, let me come back to it. That was a game that I remember most of the... Because you know when you think you're sure you're going to lose? Mm. When you are sure. Like you actually just say, okay, whatever happens, just take us. We can just go in peace. We didn't even want to fight with anybody. Just go now. 
when they just call you, you be like, hey, they don't know say, they don't tell you people. And then you win. And you can't believe it, and then everything changes. But that's that's my final game. Chelsea Bayern. Chelsea Bayern was something else. Chelsea Bayern. Gentlemen, I I want to thank you. Um oh, I, I, haven't, I haven't done my I have last one bo- I have one bonus. I haven't done my last two. <laughs> oh, TG, TG, that's cool. TG, you haven't done your last two. Quickly, TG. You know me? I saw TG. Okay, this, this, is, this is football. Give people their last. This is football. Give <laughs> <laughs> people. Okay, th- uh, thanks. Number four for me is you mentioned that campaign leading up to USA 94. Mm. When we try and find the, you know, that golden period for Nigerian football, I was trying to pick out the most precious games in me. I already chose 93, 94, uh, AFCON final. I thought about that. But I said, you know, where, where, for me, where did this all really start? As far as, you know, for me. And, and, I, and I thought about 1988, the AFCON semi-final against the uh, Benumi's Algeria. Uh, Algeria. And I, I strongly believe, an opinion, I strongly believe that from that match we didn't look back until you know we ended up losing to a 10-man Senegal in I think it was the 2002 AFCON. So that entire period, the most emotional match for me was about 14 years was actually it wasn't the Algeria match. There was tension in that match. You went as far scored that I said the cameraman you were in the stadium you that watched it on TV. We missed it because the cameraman <laughs> I don't know what he was doing. Right? I don't even know how that goal was scored. I think it was a defender's mistake. It was the game against Cote d'Ivoire. First of all, I was supposed to be at that game, but my brother dumped me, and I think he was with you and Akin as well. No, I didn't go to stay with him. He wasn't with me that day. I was he completely dumped him. You didn't go, yeah, 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 yeah. So I he, he dumped me. So that was so that was the first thing. It was uh, Mecca and uh, Peter? You, you know, those are the, that was the era when. By eight o'clock, people are filling into the national stadium. By twelve o'clock, there are no seats. People, when we say these things, people don't understand. They don't. They don't get it. By four o'clock, kick off under the sun. If you're in fire too, <laughs> you know, you know, behind the goals, you know. So, but even from TV, you could see that the stadium was, you know, over four. The risk, but the 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 tension leading up to that game is not something that. Once again, as Peter said, people that uh, how they, they decided to play football yesterday, we can't describe it to them. They won't. They just won't understand. They can't relate, as they said, as in slang now. They can't relate. It was, it was crazy tension of a week, two weeks. Every other whether you're a student, you're a worker, you really can't focus. It was just that game. And then for the game itself, right after losing the the first leg in in um, in, in Abidjan, it's it's a uh, I remember the 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 first one or two. I think it was Oliha. He had a leg bandage that come on loose, you know. And then those opening uh, the the three one on ones, the uh, the Ivorian strikers against uh, Wilfred Abonibare, the much maligned Wilfred mm-hmm. Abonibare. So that's that. Um, and you all have folk know about this. So that's uh, that nickname he had. Bas- uh, Agona basket. Agona basket. Mm. That was his 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 redemption. He saved us three times, and you know it was one of those that if these people score, 
that's it. And then like that is the end. But he but he saved us and then only has scored the opening game and once again they just came to realize, okay, you know what? We are better than these people and we're the best on the continent. You know something? And to see that game. What I what I always remember about that game is it's why I don't take I don't take Clemens Rostov for granted. I, I did say that if I had a son, I was going to name my son Clemens. Just after Clemens. Clemens Rostov, Clemens Rostov used to. That game, we had Heshi was unfit to play. Mm-hmm. That is that is knee injury had become very bad at the time. Mm-hmm. And when he when it comes to passing and keeping the ball, the Africans were the best in Africa at the time. And they oh, were yes, African yes, champions. Yes, were fantastic. Yes, and they were the African champions. The team was champions. better than 92. It was actually better than 92. Yes. Better strikers. They had, they had their captain, and, Ali Magui. Um, yes, especially Ali Magui. And we needed, we needed to win. Now, with only three days of training, West Ham gambled, who were playing a high line. Oh my God! That's what okay. That's what caused the chances. Yes, yes. yes. Thank, we you. Thank you. Thank you. We're playing a highlight. We want to play highlight. Yes, we want to play a highlight. So there was no cashy to 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 marshal this highlight. Ucho Kechuku has always been Ucho Kechuku for all his qualities. Was never a leader. He was a very is a good defender. Is a is a good man on man. Mama can defend up and he prefers to defend traditionally in front of yes, him, not offside, not playing yes. offside. Yes, no, yes, so yes. but we had to play, we had to play a high line. The person who was dropping in all the time was the captain on the day, Benny Rohan. Benny Rohan was oh dropping goodness. in all the time, and Joe was in, he was in every pass, he was in, and I was like, We're dead today. Three one wins. Yeah, because of the high line, you would see the striker homing in on Agone Barani, and yes. you know, you're, you're, you're like, you're almost dying, as in literally, like almost dying because you could see it coming, and then, and then he saved us. Anyway, to save time, do you remember that move by DJ on the left? I think it was the Iberians had a Defender that had a Yoruban name, I think it was Samadim. Yeah, it was no, it was Akakwame that was playing okay, right back. Yes, yes. JJ took him JJ on, the, on, the, on, the, on the left. He 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 went he went towards him. He <laughs> completely then did the sixty-eight. Stopped again. Uh, took him again. Then he hit the bar from an acute angle. We have yeah. not seen that kind of move. From from the Nigerian player in national stadium, you know, and of course we ended up we ended up uh, winning. Can you do this thing? And uh, I think Amunike, okay, Amunike, you know, first for Ekin to just finish the ball to end up four. Now my last game, I've not mentioned any of these uh, European club games. As everybody has noticed, because uh, by Smiley as an emotional football match is is number one for me in my lifetime. For a club game, I am going for so every every national team, great national team, every great national club side, uh, club, uh, club, uh, club side, they have what they call the signature game. Mm. Right? For me, I go for Barcelona's modern Barcelona era, their signature game, the five zero, uh, the new camp over Real Madrid. I remember I was in the pub. In, in London, <laughs> watching it, 
And I didn't really know what to expect because Madrid were very good. They were the most expensive team in the assembled. They were actually top of the table. And once again, it was towards December, towards the beginning of December. And I didn't know what to expect. I'll, I'll take a quote from Client Sidov about BFR, the original Ronaldo. They're two people like myself, Yomi and Emeka. Client Sidov said about Ronaldo, he's the best player I've ever seen. For that match, that is the greatest performance by a soccer team that I have ever seen in my lifetime. I didn't know that it was possible against that kind of proposition. I didn't know that it was possible for the football team to play like that. It wasn't even about the goals. It was about the things that were going on in midfield. Messi, Busquets, Iniesta, Xavi. It's, you know, controlling the ball with the outside of it. There was this thing that Messi did. I think he received a pass. It was a hard pass from Iniesta. Center circle. Came at him at pace. And he controls it. Now he moves the side of his boot. With the top, with the front of his boot, the top. He put a top spin on it. A top spin on the ball. Then he drags it under his foot. And I'm like, my, my goodness. Other details. Daniel Alves, usually marooning and everything. Played a very, very conservative game. Right? Messi didn't score. But just as a as a performance, I have not seen anything like that. And I don't think our generation will. It was really who, who insight and an experience to be I mean, who's, who's real was that? Was it Jose Real? It was Jose Real. It was Jose's first season. It was Benzema, Ronaldo, Di Maria, Ozil. Uh, Diara in midfield, Ramos getting sent off at the end. It was it was the 2010 December. It was an unbelievable. It wasn't a football match. It was a performance. And Madrid didn't give up. It was really something else. What those guys could do in midfield, I was not. Brilliant. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! It's just you know. yeah. So that's the best thing I've seen in the football team ever. Oh yeah, you That your final word. This one, I want to use to look for trouble of uh, Alaji and uh, Ogashola. Uh, 1996 FA Cup final, United versus Liverpool. Great game. I mean, but of course, most people remember it for that goal by Cantona. I'm sure, Demeka, you too, I'm sure you remember, remember that goal. Straight as an arrow. It was, was, was a great, great final in, in my mind. Uh, two perfectly balanced teams played at each other and settled by a glorious goal. I, I, what I remember about that game is my cousin's house in Festlak, who had multi choice at the time. It wasn't called DSTV, it was multi choice. So that's where we used to go and watch the game. And I remember that afternoon in this tiny flat in Festlak, there were 11 people, 11 people in that tiny flat watching this game only two of us were rooting for united <laughs> i think it was under similar circumstances that we only two of us <laughs> were rooting for united we were gosh we were absolutely horrible on the day i remember that but what what i recall again was at the final whistle captain scott and we had they were now getting ready for the presentation. I'm taking off my United shirt. And I was rolling the shirt over my head. I was standing on the center table in the living room and singing, Wah, Wah, Cantona. I'll sing it at the top of my head. My cousin walks out from his room and looks at me, sweat dropping down my body. 
and he was looking at me. I was singing. I looking at he was not looking at how everybody else is quiet, and I was the only person making noise. He looked at it, looked at it, looked at it. He stared at me for one time, and then walked back to his room. He changed his room. He was going to with his auntie's mom. He couldn't. And he couldn't understand. Oh my God! Oh my God! That's of that game. But uh, yeah, I'm sure if we, if we had that, we probably could do uh, ten memorable games. Uh, but listen. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you for um, coming on this episode of your uh, your Sports Memo podcast. What this is this is one of our series of five. Um, we can we can come up with other uh, fives, and you let me know, and then we will gather here um, to do it again. Thank you, thank you so very much for your time. Thank you, Peter. Thank you, Yomi. Um, we'll gather again. We'll gather again. Good night, everybody. Good night. And listeners, thank you so very much for being a part of this um, five series of your Sports Memo podcast. It's been my pleasure being your host. And until we come again on the next episode of your Sports Memo podcast, my name is Calvin Mikonwoka. Peace.